Hello, hello, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about writing your teacher resignation letter. And there is a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. So that's actually what we're going to cover in this episode. But be sure you listen all the way to the end because I'm actually going to give you a couple of templates that you can use to write your own resignation letter whenever you're ready. So if you're ready, let's do it. Welcome to the Classroom Exit Strategies podcast, a podcast for teachers who are thinking about leaving the classroom or starting a side hustle to grow into a self-sustaining business. My name is Jennifer Holt, and I'm here to provide you with strategic action steps designed to help you leave the classroom on your terms. Leaving the classroom seems like it should be easy. You just hand in your teacher resignation letter and that's that. But unfortunately, it isn't quite that simple. The truth is finding the right words to say in your letter of resignation and figuring out how you want to actually tell your admin that you're quitting your teaching job is complex at best. So we're going to look at how you can prepare the perfect teacher resignation letter to your principal following my B formula, and I want to help you compose a script of what you need to say when you turn in that letter of resignation, and I'm even going to give you a couple of different template letters that you can use. So let's get started. Number one, be kind. You always want to start with the good. Any conversation, whether it's written or spoken, should begin with a positive comment. This allows the person you're communicating with to be more amenable to hearing what you have to say. This is even more important when you have to say something that's a little confrontational or possibly difficult for the other person to hear. Think about it. If your spouse, friend, or coworker comes up to you and starts a conversation by telling you everything you've ever done wrong, it's extremely likely that you're now highly defensive and in your mind the conversation is already over. You will hear nothing else that's said because you are filled with a seething anger that grows every time those words replay in your mind. These same feelings apply when you or I approach another person. If we choose to start a conversation with negativity, the recipient of those words is not going to be in a really generous mood. So let's apply this logic to your teacher resignation meeting. Let's say you go into the meeting with scathing words and a harsh letter. Your admin will immediately jump into defensive mode. And you don't want one of your last interactions with your principal or administration to be negative because you'll end up burning a bridge that your future self may need intact. So that is why it's so important to do your very best to start the conversation and the letter on a positive note. Number two, be specific. Once you've started with something good, be honest and be specific. Being honest is essential, but think about how you can tell the truth in a loving way. Like I always tell my kids, many times our words hurt less than the tone in which we say them. You may have to discuss some tough topics when you you hand in your teacher resignation letter. But there are ways to say hard things with grace. Just remember to focus on the issues and don't turn the conversation into an attack on the other person's character or integrity. This is absolutely essential. Then think about what things need to be said and what things can be left out of the conversation. If you plan to leave, regardless of the way your resignation is received, ask yourself these questions. Is there any need to bring up this specific incident? Will sharing this information help anyone in the long run? Am I going to put a black mark on my integrity by bringing up this specific issue? Maybe your principal handled a situation poorly. Maybe your superintendent said something about your classroom management that hurt your feelings. 
Or maybe a different teacher's class got chosen for something that should have been your class's award. Bringing these things up during your resignation conversation will only be viewed as whining or complaining to your admin. So that's why you want to keep your resignation letter and conversation as specific as possible to get your point across. Number three, be succinct. The less you say, the better. If you're anything like me, this will be difficult. Because I never want to hurt anyone's feelings, I always feel like I have to give a 20-minute epistle and include three bullet points to justify every decision I make. But trust me when I tell you, you don't have to justify your decision. You're an adult with the capacity to make sound decisions, and you can draw out the conversation until you feel like you've said everything you need to say, or you can just make it quick and as painless as possible. Just think about it like a Band-Aid. You have two options for removing it. You can pull it off a little bit at a time, or you can just give it a big old yank and rip it off as fast as possible. Either way, it's going to hurt. But you get to decide whether you want to prolong the agony or just suck it up and rip away. Your resignation conversation is no different. Just say what needs to be said in the kindest and most gracious way possible, and then walk away knowing you did what you needed to do. Number four, be prepared. By now, you probably know that I am 100% a glass half full kind of gal. I always want to see the positive in every situation, but I also have to be realistic. And in the case of turning in your teacher resignation, it's very possible you're going to face some backlash. So prepare yourself for the worst while still hoping for the best. Remember, when people are caught off guard, they don't always do a really good job of covering their feelings. Therefore, you may find yourself the recipient of an outpouring of negative emotions. Think along the lines of anger, frustration, unkindness, etc. You also may find that your admin tries to put a guilt trip on you. This is especially painful if you are already struggling with feeling like somehow you're failing your students by leaving. So anything in that vein coming from another person's mouth feels just like salt in your wound. But remember, while you can't choose to unhear any unkind things someone else says, you can choose whether or not their words will affect your mental state. Now, trust me when I tell you this is so much easier for me to advise you to do than to actually apply in my own life. And although it may not feel like it, the power truly is yours. So be prepared before you step foot into the office for what types of emotions you may encounter from yourself and from your admin. And the last thing I want to mention here is this. If you are a Christian, bathe your letter and your meeting in prayer. Before I approached my principle, I prayed that the Lord would give me the courage and strength to say what I needed to say. And as someone who hates confrontation and avoids it as much as possible, I needed the courage to tell my principal something that could have been met with a lot of negativity. But then I took my prayer one step further by asking the Lord to prepare the heart of my principal to hear what I was saying and to truly understand where I was coming from. It was not my intention to upset anyone or hurt anyone's feelings, but I had to be honest and let her know that I was not returning to the class. This act of prayer centered my heart and my mind and helped me stay focused on saying only those things that needed to be said and kept me from saying anything unnecessary. So let's recap the B formula. Number one, be kind. Remember to be complimentary when possible. Words like, I love the kids, wonderful opportunity, wonderful learning experience, so on and so forth. Avoid blaming. Number two, be specific. Tell how you've grown, what you've learned, why you're thankful, but say only what needs to be said, especially if it has anything negative in it. 
Then stick to the issues and never focus on the individual. Three, be succinct and then walk away. Make your conversation as short and sweet as you possibly can. Number four, be prepared. Remember, you can't control another person's emotions, but you need to prepare yourself for potential backlash and guilt, as well as any other negative emotions that might come about. You can pray before you meet for your own courage and strength, as well as for your admin's understanding. Now that brings us to the five essential components of your teacher resignation letter. While your letter can be as long or as short as you want it to be, you need to be sure a few specific items are included within the text. There are five specific components you want to include. One, the date. You need to be sure that you include today's date. Not the date you're listening to this, but the date that you're going to be turning in that letter. Whatever that date is, so that the principal or administrator has documentation that is dated. It may seem strange, but this is just an important piece of the teacher resignation letter puzzle. Two, official resignation text. Another thing you need to include is some variation of the words official resignation letter. It can be phrased a multitude of different ways, including this is my official resignation. This letter serves as my letter of resignation. Consider this my formal resignation. The whole point with this phrase is that you want this to be your official statement of your resignation. The next thing you need to include is the date of your last day. You want to write the specific date that will be your last day of teaching. Now, it could be two days, two weeks, two months from handing in your notice. You just need to be informed before you turn in your resignation notice of the minimum amount of notice that your specific district requires and what your contract states. Because in some states and in some districts, there is a minimum amount of time that you have to give in your notice. Next, you have to include your reason for leaving. Now, this is an important part of your resignation letter, especially if you're leaving mid-year. Some districts only allow teachers to leave without penalties or any sort of legal repercussions in the event of a toxic work environment or something similar. So do your homework, and if you're thinking of leaving the classroom before the year is over, determine if you need to cite a specific reason for your choice to resign. And finally, the last piece of the puzzle is your signature. Now, this may seem ridiculous, but just like you have to sign for credit card purchases, you want to make Make sure this letter is as official as it gets. So be sure to include your signature above your typed name. This way you've covered all of your bases and you know that your official teacher resignation letter is actually official. Now, the last thing that I want to make sure that I share with you are two examples of teacher resignation letter templates. And I want to read them aloud on the podcast so that you can hear them. But I also want you to know that you can grab the templates simply by clicking the link in the description so you don't actually have to sit and type out everything I'm saying, although you can if that's your choice. So let's look at the two letters. I would consider letter one the type of letter I would send to a more unyielding administrator, if you know what I'm saying. You want to be short, sweet, and to the point. So here's what this letter would say. Dear Principal, or administrator. I know these last few years have been difficult for everyone, and I can't imagine the kind of pressure you have felt as an administrator. We've all been doing our best to keep our heads above water, but I feel as though I've been given more responsibilities than I can handle. I know increasing test scores or whatever issue is the problem for you is the highest priority for you, but I cannot possibly continue doing all of these other things that have been passed off to me while helping my students produce the types of scores you desire. That's why as of today, that would be the date, 
Please accept this letter as my official resignation as and enlist your position. I can no longer continue working in such a toxic environment. My last day will be, and include the date, and I will provide... And then you can list anything you're choosing to provide to help the next person to make the transition as smooth as possible. Thank you for the opportunity to have been a, whatever name your school is, teacher. I have learned so much from my co-teachers and my students. I have grown as a person and I have been challenged to become the very best version of myself. But I know it is the best decision for my mental health and my physical health moving forward. Thank you again for the opportunity to serve this community. Sincerely, your name. Now, That one, as you noted, was a little more clipped and to the point. You made it clear. You started out with kind words saying, I I can't imagine what it's been like to be an administrator. But then you move right into why you can no longer continue teaching. And again, I didn't point to the administrator being ugly or mean or hateful or anything like that. I focused on the issue. The issue was the expectation of test scores after having multiple responsibilities laid upon me. I know noted that I could no longer continue at this pace, and that is how I came to the decision that I was going to resign. I included all the essential parts, and that is letter one. Now, letter two. This is the type of letter that I would write when I had an amazing administrator. Dear Principal, these last two years have been so hard in the teaching world, but I am so thankful you were my administrator, principal, whatever. I always knew I could count on you to put my needs, the needs of other teachers and students first. You have been a kind and gracious mentor, and I could not have asked for a better example of a hard worker for my students and my own children to observe. I truly cannot imagine the kind of pressure you have felt as an administrator. We've all been working so hard and giving our very best, but I have recently come to realize that my mental and physical health are suffering too much. The stress of my job has overlapped into my home life, and my family relationships are strained. I know that is not what you or the Lord would want for my life. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have been a, whatever your school's name is, teacher. I have learned so much from you, my co-teachers, and my students. I've grown as a person, and I've been challenged to become the very best version of myself. But in spite of all those amazing things, I cannot continue to let the stress of my job negatively impact every other aspect of my life. So that's why, as of today, with the date, this is my official letter of resignation from my position as, and then list your position. I will work until last date. I have accepted a position, and then you can list a new job path, if that's the way you want to write it, that I think will better align with my life goals. To make the transition easier, for my students and the person who fills in for me, I have created, and then you can list out how many days or weeks worth of content you have created of lesson plans to extend past my last day. After much deliberation and prayer, I know this is the best decision for my mental and physical health as well as that of my family. Thank you again for the opportunity to serve this community. It has truly been my honor. I will never forget what you have done for me and my students. You have genuinely blessed my life. Sincerely, your name. So in the second letter, I took time to really, truly, genuinely thank my administrator for everything that they had done for me. And I think that that's an important piece of the puzzle, especially if your administrator has been a real blessing in your life. I think everyone loves to hear that kind of thing because most of us just hear negative and we don't always hear a lot of positive. So think about a way that you could say how much that person has meant to you and how much you will miss teaching in the school. 
Choosing to turn in your teacher resignation letter is not an easy task, and I know the idea is still causing you much discomfort as you wrestle with whether or not to find a new career path, but I'm here to support you and encourage you either way. If you're serious about leaving and you want a way to map out your plan, then I would consider grabbing my Classroom Exit Strategies Planner. The link is in the description below, and you will find that it will give you a wealth of insight and lots of tips for how to make the best decision for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, thanks for listening to the Classroom Exit Strategies podcast at happyteachermama.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Holt, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode.